Did you do it? I did it. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dean. I'm Michael. And I, I'm Johnson. <laughs> um, we have our first guest tonight, our friend Johnson, um, who has no qualifications to be here other than being our friend. <laughs> and, and a public intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> A public nuisance. Um, Dennis the Menace was based on me, yeah. and I, people should know that. <laughs> Give them some context for who I am. Um, but a great lover of TV, which is... And a great haver of opinions. And a huge faggot. <laughs> that's what matters the most. A skinny faggot. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, it's our first guest, which feels great. Um, I kind of thought we'd... I thought this was going to be like a guest-based endeavor, so I'm glad it's happening. Now it's starting to broke the seal. Yeah. Um, how are you guys? Happy to be here. I'm so happy yeah. to be here. <laughs> I've been trying to get on this podcast for weeks, uh-huh. um, and you guys... Weird how hard it was. <laughs> <laughs> this is very tricky. Uh-huh. It's a little bit more stressful now when you're like, when it's the cameras are rolling, right? Well, I, um, not stressful. It just, um, I'm sort of waiting for you guys to take the lead since it's your podcast. But if you want me to take over, um, I'm yeah. happy to do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're all doing great and we should just get to it. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, I wanted to show you guys Anissa's exit Instagram post because it just seemed really joyful. Um, And then Josh also posted one this week as well. So that's how I wanted to start tonight was talking about their respective goodbyes. Um, Her teeth look so white in this photo. Yeah, she doesn't. She's so beautiful on. um, I mean, like as with everyone, her Instagram is um, the most flattering version of her, but she just is like so beautiful on it. And this photo, she just seemed like, um, it was sort of like a sad exit. And then I was like, oh, and when I saw this on my phone one day, I was like, well, it's so nice. <laughs> oh, you mean her just expression of her beatific expression? Yeah. Um, she's so happy. Yeah. And like, maybe she's oh, not. Is she quitting the challenge? No, it was like that. And that's also, I read the, when I read the caption, I was like, oh, this is, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be the, like, it looks like she's done kind of in this photo. Right. Um, but it's like, see you next season is what the caption says. It seemed it's a little live, laugh, love to me. Well, you know, I guess that's the attitude you have to have if you're going to survive on the challenge. And it's still like a reality TV person's Instagram account. It also felt in last episode that they were maybe telegraphing a little bit um, through Bananas and her comments that this was her last season just as like an old person. Yeah. Um, And she's in this post says, not really. Yeah. Um, And then Josh had a goodbye post as well, which is like uh, really overwrought. And he talks about how hard. I mean, like if you just jump in anywhere. He looks very cute in the picture, though. Yeah, he does. Much cuter than he um, but like, if you jump in at any point in this caption, it's like, um, you know, that thing of where it's like a word search and it's like, whatever <laughs> first three letters you say are your like fortune, like you can just jump in anywhere with this. And it's like, 
one thing I want people to know about me is that good or bad, I always say something of my emotion. Like, it's just, it doesn't matter. You know, it's nonsense. The picture you took of it, like, doesn't even, like, the text, it, like, you cut off the rest of the text. It goes on. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um, he almost got 10,000 people to like it, three times the amount of Anissa. He's very popular, including um, this guy, Benoit, from, um, I didn't, I just went to Josh's account today. I wasn't following him because um, I was like, oh, I wonder if Josh had a goodbye post. Um, and you can see, you know, when it shows you like other friends you have who liked something. Yeah. So this guy, Benoit, is like the one name you can see there um, who's like a person I know from, like a hot guy from Boston, from Tumblr that I know from 10 years ago, who um, I once got like so drunk in Cambridge with him. And then his friend said to my friends, your friend is a liability. (laughs) 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 We were at a strip club, I think. Um, Okay. That's that. And so Johnson, you're, you've been listening to the podcast. Yes. You're aware that Mark is Mark long is doing this. Like, um, one of the ancient challenge people is trying to rally all the OG people to agree to this like other side project that isn't happening, but that he's just creating a social media campaign to make happen. So he's reaching out to like all the ancient, um, like Ruthie and Amaya. Yeah. Um, you love to bring up Ruthie as the example. I love Ruthie. <laughs> I mean, like Ruthie. Do you like, remember Television Without Pity, that website? Yes. They called her Rehab Ruthie. That was like their mean nickname for her. Um, that feels really antiquated. It feels very antiquated that they would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet she's thriving now. And I'm, how much, you bet. <laughs> 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 I I hope she's thriving. Yeah, I hope so too. She she was on the challenge like like everyone on that last... show was so wasted all the time. Everyone like everyone that you went to college with should have been in rehab. Totally. But do you remember? Yeah, there was that scene of like her on a balcony. Um, she was just wild. She was a wild stallioness. She was wild. <laughs> Wait, was Cameron from Southern Charm on Real World San Diego? Yes. Oh wow. She was sort of a nothing on Real World San Diego, right? I don't. That was with Frankie, who was afraid of boats. Didn't watch it. It was before my American. That was with um, Jamie. No, Randy, the rapist. Frankie, who was afraid of boats, who had cystic fibrosis, I believe. Mm-hmm. But Johnson, you need to say that what the like the, the reason you're saying that is because Cameron has agreed um, to be a part of Mark's yeah journey. Yeah. Show what is it? What is it? It's a show. It's the challenge. He's like, let's do the challenge, but with just um, like ancient people. He's trying to bypass the casting directors and cast it. Yeah, virally, just just create enough momentum. Yeah, because he knows he's not getting onto this version of it without a like, without a union. Yeah, (laughs) Uh and so he's trying to make this happen. Is it working? They're all agreeing. It feels like all of the. all of the places where challenge content gets talked about online are like excited about it and talking about it. It's, it's like always like at Netflix, at Pat and Murray, <laughs> make this happen. Um, and they all seem into it. So, but yeah, Cameron, um, Cameron agreed and her show is getting, I think canceled. So of course she agrees. 
Although I don't know that that's officially true. Why is there on that image hashtag Godfather? Is she, is he? He's the Godfather. He's hashtagging all of it that. Oh, like he's the Godfather of the family? Those are the hashtags he's doing for all, like that's his same sign off for all of the tweets about this. Maybe he's just everyone's child's Godfather. He, maybe he's your Godfather. He's my God, my Godfather. I'm a Jew. I don't have a Godfather. I don't have one either. God is my Godfather. My, my God is non-gendered actually. I'm a reconstructionist Jew. Godparent. You're looking at photos of Mark Long. Yeah, I'm ready for Mark Long to be back. So you're into him? Well, um, I could be into him. Yeah. He's, um, I bet he's like a hot dad vibe. Yeah. He's a nice body. Yeah. He looks like what, um, he has a crazy body. I do not remember him being this ripped. He was, he, his body was so nice on X's, the last X's. The last time they had them all in a lot of Speedos. Um, I would just, if um, the producers of the challenge are listening to this, yeah. I would like to put in a vote for a tropical location where they're Absolutely. in bathing suits. This really You don't felt- want them to be in like Slovenia this time? Yeah. Um, or in like Kyrgyzstan? No, and I, if they were going to be in Slovenia, I don't know why we didn't get like a Turkish bath moment. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. And the whole point of these people having good bodies is that we see, see them naked yeah. and it just didn't happen this time. I also would like to vote for it to not be also somewhere tropical and like, um, like I would like them to be somewhere expensive and, um, for it to look nice. This show has so much money. So much money. Like that, where were they last time? It just feels like sometimes they're in like, you know, it's like, it's like when the housewives, like sometimes they go to Morocco and sometimes they go to Cartagena and like, um, I like that Cartagena trip, but like, um, it was a good trip. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, I would like and to make it nice. Yeah. Make it nice. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they go to the Berkshires. Sometimes they go to the Hitler. I like both, but housewives is about it. <laughs> yeah. You like it all. <laughs> no matter where they go. But, um, anyway, I would, I agree with you. So, um, I included this because I wanted to talk about whether Southern Charm is coming back or not. I think the answer is no. I can't imagine how it survives um, the American Revolution. <laughs> and um, then I included also that Beth has signed on because um, I because iconic survivor. It's I, probably the most iconic. Yeah. Well, you should read what Beth says in response to Mark asking her she, to join. She says... Hi, I'm always in. I begged them so many times. Hope you can make it happen. XO. They should bring back Tina then, who punched her in the face. Tina, Tina's in. <gasps> yeah. I just got chills. Mm-hmm. Um, They're all, no, like, I mean, I guess they're just not posting the no's, but like. Who do you think Paula would say said, no? Paula said yes. Oh, I hope Tyler comes back. I haven't seen anything. I bet Tyler is so fat right now. When was the last time Beth was on? (laughs) The last time she was on it was like six years ago. She, and she got raped. (laughs) And so do you think she's back? Tanya got raped. Oh, you're right. And we... I was <laughs> going to say, that's a dark thing. We should, uh, Beth has been raped, and then she's like, I've begged them so many times. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was what I thought. Sounds we like you. issue it. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Well, that's so scary. We should issue a disclaimer about how we feel about rape. Oh, Not cool. Only if it's consented to. <laughs> rape is a 
fun oh. fantasy for poppers yeah. <laughs> to agree to. Yeah. I'm in a very terrible reality, especially if it plays out on MTV. Great. We're all on the same page. Um, so there's that. Okay. And the next slide I wanted to, um, in honor of our new guest, try <laughs> a new, no, don't press play yet, which was try a new um, segment, which was like, I don't know the name for it, but it's like having a game. And the game, <laughs> the game is um, which challenge person's spawn con would you buy? So it's like three different people trying to sell you something on there. So they're all, they all, they're, their Instagrams are all this, right? Like it's the point of being on the show and having Instagrams that they're going to sell you garbage, right? Yeah. Um, and get money doing that. And so um, um, there's three different people here trying to sell you something. I thought maybe we could play them and then critique their... Um, their commercials. This is a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, so first is Fessy Fitness in paid partnership with Smile Direct Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to press play since it's close. I'm pressing play. Well, should... Okay. Um, Johnson should watch. Yeah, you can come watch. He's walking around the coffee table to come watch for all of those. Good narrating. <laughs> <laughs> he floated above the coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? So recently I teamed up with Smile Direct, and the reason I chose them was not only the incredible reviews I saw online, but they made this process so easy for me. I didn't know getting retainers and fixing your teeth could be so simple. Growing up, I never had braces. My teeth really weren't that bad, but recently I wanted to fix just a little imperfections. So I popped into the smile shop and guys, they made this process so easy. I was in and out in less than 20 minutes. I'm not lying. <laughs> smile Direct ships your whole package right to your front door. They break it down by week, so it's super simple. All you do is pop in your liners like so, and you're ready to go. <laughs> guys, I'm super excited to start this journey with Smile Direct. <laughs> Um, I just think there was something about someone saying like in like bad acting being like I am not lying and then you can't this is like a bad medium for this because you can't watch him over the podcast um, reach for the screen to like um, stop recording at the end like that video is <laughs> oh, yeah, done in three segments <laughs> and he's like like the script like he it's done in these like 10 second bites for the sake of an Instagram story and he says like I am not lying. Hit <laughs> stop record. <laughs> I just um, he looks he looks good though. Really? Yeah, except for his hair. His hair looks terrible. His hair looks crazy. Um, it's like very Backstreet Boys in a way I did not know would come back into my life. Honestly, my reaction to that was while he was doing it, I was like, I want one of the, I want what he's selling. Not because of him, but just uh, you already want. I hair. parallel have fucked up teeth, and I want them. Um, well, just 20 minutes and a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks. Smiles. As someone who currently is doing smile directly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is easy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. The next one. So uh -huh. the next one is, Georgia. is Georgie. <gasps> It's Georgia, just never Georgia, not selling. Georgia. And like every day on her Instagram story, it's like this food club, um, this jade roller, these leggings. It's just like she's selling, hawking so much shit on her Instagram. Um, but she, this, it was a big week for her because she launched her own 
brand of eyelash serum, which I don't know what the fuck that product is. Um, but makes yeah. your eyelashes grow longer. Okay. How on the outside? Keratin. Uh, like Liftasi, Lestasi. That's a, a pale. Latisse. Yeah, but um, Latisse can make your like eye pigmentation screwed up. Remember when Charlie I mean, I, I dressed could... up as Latisse for <laughs> Halloween and just put on lots and lots of fake eyelashes? Shout out to Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Um, I also think you're expecting this thing that she's hawking to work, which is not a given. I don't think it's going to work. It seems so obvious that it's not going to work. All right. Can we her watch eyelashes that? look yeah. very long in this video, though. Yeah, her fake eyelashes <laughs> look great. So, one of the main questions I get about my new eyelash serum is, can you use it on your eyebrows too? <laughs> you can, and it works really well for them. So, if that is something you're interested in, then swipe up. <laughs> her eyebrows do look very bushy in this ad. And her brows. Yeah. And her little freckles. She's like... Whereas a lot of makeup on both things, the eye. Okay. Are the freckles there on the top of the video? It says freckles from yeah. It's a filter. Dimtrov. It's a that it's a freckle filter. Yeah. Oh, I do not get how Instagram works. <laughs> I mean, you do. You just I can put freckles on me. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah, she agrees. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah uh, this I think that she's more natural than Fessy is. Okay, and then the last one is a little more abstract because. Um, it's like the most, I guess, Rogan has this line of like sweats called bear wear. Um, and this is just him in a bear wear sweatshirt, like trying to make content. <laughs> Do you want to describe what's happening? Um, he's has cups on his sweatshirt. He's looking into a mirror. <laughs> this is amazing. He turned himself into a beer pong table. <laughs> He's shotgunning an entire beer when he does this. When he gets one of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's another beer. He's like, he's like swinging back and forth. Um, that is amazing. You love that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> I hate bearware. Yeah. Uh -huh. But I love Rogan. This makes me like Rogan more, like, on the show. Oh, I'm so offended by this brand of humor. Oh, I love it. Well, like, it's obviously, like, a guy humor. Yeah. No, this is adorable. What? Uh, I, I don't care either way about it, but I don't... What's offensive about it? Not in, like, a real way. And, like, to my, like, sensibilities. Like, I am... Yeah, what are those? Um, they aren't <laughs> um, about beer pong. They aren't about... You hate drinking. <laughs> I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I'm not anti-drinking, but I don't think drinking is like hilarious. I don't think that's. I don't think. I don't think he thinks the, it's yeah. hilarious. Either. I think he thinks that video is very funny. That video is not. He doesn't think that video is funny because it's of it's drinking. He thinks it's funny because he's taped cups. Every video on his Instagram, every video is him chugging a beer. He has like this thing about that chugging a beer is like somehow charming. Um, that's Dean's dog in the background disagreeing. She's upset about He's like, my mom seems to find <laughs> chugging drinks pretty charming most of the time. So it's for myself. <laughs> so I guess you're just doing that thing where you're like hating on someone who's exhibiting behavior that you do. Um, 
stop trying to turn my podcast into some kind of anti-alcohol into an intervention. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I think he thinks um, that it's like so. Um, it's like so fratty. Yeah, in a way that I think is not funny. I don't think he's trying to sell this to Brooklyn gay guys. The question, though, of why it's called bearware would seem like he's trying to sell it to some type of gay person. No, there's all kinds. Of, there's another thing that I see on my Instagram that's called, like, something like that. It's like these shorts. Oh, bare bottoms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I own a pair. But, not, but they're not gay, I don't think. <laughs> they're short shorts. Out, they're not outwardly. It's not like um, the branding isn't. Um, super gay. Yeah. Other than the insanely gay name. Um, Should we vote on who we think was the best? Yeah, you should. I vote for Rogan naturally. Well, what are the, what are we voting for? Who's the most charming or whose product? Whose thing would you buy? Well, I've already bought (laughs) Smile Direct Club. Smile Direct Club. So. And I'm not just a member. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So your answer is his. Okay. And Dean? Oh, um, I want eyelash serum the most. <laughs> so it's a dead tie. So the next thing is like three <laughs> not super consequential posts that um, you can tell me if you feel like they're worth talking about or not. The first is one from Bailey just posting like some random meme that um, Johnson, if you could read it for us. Whatever you want, you can have. Period. Manifest that shit. Manny. <laughs> the quotes from Manny. It's also at women's CEO mindset. Woman CEO yeah. mindset. Who's Manny? Girl boss. Manny is no one. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> This is where Bailey like really loses me. It's Sheryl Sandberg's guru. <laughs> yeah. It's like the... Um, as in the infamous Manny Petty? Yeah. <laughs> of the Petty. The Petty School of Philosophy. Um, and I just think that, like, that manifest stuff is, do you know what, like... Um, manifest destiny? Trump was tweeting about it earlier Should today. we check on your dog? Sure. All right, we'll pause while Dean's checking okay. on his dog. Okay, we're back. Dean's dog saw a ghost. Okay. Um, Do we want to talk about that at all? About the dog? About the ghost. Um, Who do we think it is? D. (laughs) D, The ghost of D's career. Uh (laughs) All right. Back to Manny Petty. There's just... um, Is her business woman CEO mindset? Is that like Bailey's new business? Will you look... No. I'm going to look at Instagram. They're not... That's she's reposting this, um, and I just think that the idea of manifesting is like um, you hate you hate like fate and men and that kind of stuff. Helping woman woman CEO mindset has four hundred thirty five thousand followers. Motivation mindset IG growth helping female entrepreneurs grow their IG organically. Collaborate, advertise, grow your IG. I just think that like yeah, fate and manifesting as it relates to like how people are succeeding or not inside of capitalism is like such um, a terrorizing concept. How about there's another post that says during this time, three types of people will be created billionaires, millionaires, and witnesses. 
Uh, that's like what you'd say about the Holocaust. <laughs> uh, anyway, I like Bailey. I don't like that. No, I hate this. Um, and then the next thing was just um, a bunch of people shirtless on Wes's Instagram. Who is it? It's Hunter, Nelson, Wes, Wes and Nehemiah. Nehemiah. <laughs> um, Hunter's going to come back. Oh, good. Is it good? It's um, hot in this photo. And I guess yeah. he's not hot. He has a really unhot personality. Yeah. He's very Christian. You won't like Hunter. He's boring. He has no charisma. And no uniqueness. He has some nerve. Yeah. And talent. A bit of talent. Um, and then I also just um, Ashley continues to serve um, really incredible nudes. Um, there's a picture of her in like a Radisson hotel room bed <laughs> um, Columbus. in Columbus, Ohio. I think it's not a Radisson. I think she's staying at like an executive suite. Um, I thought I read a whole Reddit post about like why she's in Columbus and, um, the consensus seemed to be that after she'd been trapped in Ecuador for so long that she was like, I got to just get to my mom and that her mom lives in Columbus. So she's like doing quarantine there but she's the videos from inside the apartment make it seem like one of those like um like pre-furnished sweet you know that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i like her so much more with this haircut yeah she looks great yeah uh, than that the ratty hair she had on the show yeah um she's covering her breasts with her hand gingerly and also her pussy with her hand yeah covering <laughs> her pussy she's really touching her booty her arms look so good yeah Proud for her. She's hot. Yeah. She's got back to the gym this week. She was really excited. Um, love her. The next is a video pizza. Oh yeah. Do I have to go? There to go back to the drawing? No, we have. You have it. You sent it to us. Is it Jenny cooking? All right. Okay. It's Jenny cooking one. All right. Johnson's floating back over to my video <laughs> to my computer. So I've basically got an obsession because I can't stop making pizza. <laughs> I think this is like, I think in like the last week. This I'm pizza looks disgusting. This is like the third time. Wait. I just, I'm obsessed with it. Oh, smell. <laughs> She's covering it with mayonnaise. Oh, that and it was like a horror movie, like the monster popping out at the end of a horror movie. Isn't that gross? But also, she's not even covering it with mayonnaise. She's like putting mm -hmm. all this mayonnaise in the middle Middle. of the pizza, which means she's looking for a heavy mayonnaise mayonnaise first bite. First bite, yeah. Even talking about this makes me wretch. Yeah. She's obsessed. (laughs) She's been making a lot of them. She like (laughs) talks about like doing like, you know, a chickpea flour crust or whatever. Um and um, she's just um, there's like a trashiness to, to her that um, persists. <laughs> um, and, but there's an explanation for the first video in the second video. Okay. Got a bit of an issue where I'm obsessed with having pizza. Yeah, it's buffering. With mayonnaise on it. This is mayonnaise. Everybody keeps asking me. It's mayo. <laughs> if you never have pizza, dip to mayonnaise, you're missing out. Oh. <laughs> what did people think it was? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I guess, like, um, do they have this? You know when you, like, get pizza from, like, a... Um, 
like a bat, like dominoes or whatever, you get like one of those like dippers with it, right? That's mayonnaise. No, that's like no, garlic. No, it's garlic. like a garlic sauce. It's like an aioli. What do you think? <laughs> but it's no, it's not. I, that was the, my joke. No. Um, it's mayonnaise. No. We all like mayonnaise. I, Ugh, watched, I don't I like mayonnaise. I watched you, Johnson, specifically dip things. You love that Chipotle mayo. I love mayonnaise. Uh-huh. I agree. Uh-huh. Um, I, In fact, if she had a cute little plastic container that she yeah. was dipping it in. It would be different. different. But She's right got, on. But it's yeah. not even, we're not describing this correctly. Mm-hmm. It's like a Hellman's mayo squirt tube. Like the like way that like was. Yeah, Over yeah. a really, really janky looking pizza but it's she's not even putting it all over the pizza in swirls which i yeah. also would not find yeah. that gross she's putting like a flower is it of, a mayo flower a mayo flower <laughs> in the center of it it's very odd uh-huh as um happy fourth of july the mayo flower is here <laughs> what do you think jenny fans are called um they're, they're barbells they're, like but like b-e-l-l-e-s <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> The barbells were asking her what was on her pizza. Um, they were. And she said mayonnaise. And then it, she just, I don't, can't even totally understand what she's saying in this last video, but um, she's watching something despicable and I, it felt like it fit as a trio with the mayonnaise pizza videos. Okay. She's like loves repo. Yeah. Yeah. She loves people who do she loves people defaulting on their loans. Mm-hmm. I guess why should we be surprised that like people on the challenge like love capitalism and it's like fallout? Yeah. <laughs> what is that animal that pops up? Yeah. At the, in the beginning of this video, uh, it's her sure. guinea pig. She has guinea pigs. Uh, uh-huh. She's trash. Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought I knew, but I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, True life. Um, Jenny's trash. Yeah. I mean, she. we watched her at the beginning of doing this podcast, the beginning of quarantine, turn um, her wheelie bins, her, like, trash cans into a squat rack. <laughs> like, it's... <laughs> Um, I'm dying to get access to a squat rack, but it's still one of the trashiest things I've ever seen, quite literally. Um, yeah. Next is Jenny. Oh, um, the next thing is. (laughs) Isn't that cute? (laughs) Whose hands are Laurel? That is not Laurel's hands. Those are Laurel's mom's hands. Those are real. Those are those are Blythe Danner versus Gwyneth Paltrow hands. Blythe Danner would never have those hands. Everyone has those hands at a certain age. It's really hard to undo your hands. Um, Laurel's whole life is just like her head out of a window or a dog's head out of a window or like she's just constantly like on her way from one lake to another in the middle of America. What town do we? What state do we decide she's in? New York, like the Finger Lakes. Maybe, yeah. She could be anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> she's timeless. <laughs> she's beautiful. Yeah, my God is Laurel. Yeah, um, it's cute. It's very cute though. I feel like we didn't describe it that well. But. 
Uh, no, she's holding like a fluffy little dog that looks a lot like Bailey's um, Kawapoo. Yeah. Out of window. It could be velvet, the Kawapoo. <laughs> um, and skeletal bony hands uh-huh. are grasping onto the dog and the dog's hair is flying in the wind and some country song is playing. Okay. And then the next slide are just three things unrelated to the challenge that I wanted to talk about because we have Johnson here. <laughs> and you've been telling me if these are like, we can do a rapid fire or we can... No, we can cut it, but I just... All right, well, we'll look, we'll look at it. It's great. Okay. So the first thing is that Kevin Abstract and Lil Nas were hanging out this week, and Lil Nas posted a photo of it on his Instagram. And I actually texted Johnson about this as it was happening. And he was like, are they a couple? And I was like, I don't know. You know, there's no indication of that, other than that both their faces seem to, like, know that that's what I'm going to think. <laughs> and they're looking at me like, yeah, we fucked. What do you want to say about it? And um, that just makes me really excited for whatever single will come out from that. It uh, looks so fun to be them. They, so like, fun. look how good uh, Lil Nas X's shoes are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that tie-dye. Yeah. And I love his little green watch, which is a woman's watch. Um, and I love it. Yeah. Are you a Lil Nas X or a Kevin Abstract in this picture? I'm a Lil Nas X. Yeah, you're a Lil Nas X. I'm definitely a Kevin Abstract. Yeah. I'm more pensive. I think I'm a bit of both. Yeah, you're a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Your verse. <laughs> I am. <laughs> 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 That's honestly true. Um, and then I want. I thought we could talk about um, in honor of all of our dear friend Michael Yerkes' um, debut of Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race Canada, which um, uh, premiered this week. Our friend um, is a producer on that show, and um, it was celebrated online by none other than Aquaria, who, I don't know if you saw this, Michael, but do you want to read what she wrote? Aquaria says, OMG, I think Canada's Drag Race is the most chaotic television programming I've seen all year. I'm screaming at how untamed and entertaining and camp and just ridiculous this first episode is. Emoji, emoji, emoji. Nice works, guys. This looks wild. Yeah. Starface. It, which I think is accurate and what an honor. Yeah. To have a blessing from Aquarium. Right? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, and then the very last thing I wanted to talk about. This does not include me. <laughs> just because um, I didn't, I just kept going back to this photo all week long, which is a photo of Amber Heard um, and her sister and her lawyers walking hand in hand into her libel. Who's Amber Heard? She was a lesbian who um, is a perfect con artist and got <laughs> married to Johnny Depp to ensnare him, to divorce him yeah. <laughs> um, and figure that he was going to be too drunk and high to notice what she was doing. Yeah. Um, and she got him to throw a bunch of stuff at her while she recorded it. Um, and then when she sort of got caught for being a good scam artist, she was like, I'm donating all the money <laughs> <laughs> to the ch- these charities. Yeah. Uh, and Johnny Depp, uh, life was being ruined by himself and yeah. um, she was helping and he needed all the money he could get because he had spent it on too many like scarves and pirate boats. He's like a perfect mark. He's a really good mark. Um, and Amber Heard, I actually wish was a better con artist. She got a little sloppy uh-huh. and um, she also recently, according to Daily Mail, there's maybe some video evidence that she also hit him she like 
I watched that video of him throwing. It said it was a video of her trying to record him. Did you watch that one this week? No. Um, you have 15 more seconds to talk about this. Okay. It's just, it, I don't know how to explain what this photo means to me. <laughs> it's three women. Why do you think her lawyer, everyone in this photo is, there's four, five women in this photo. And, mask, and the lawyer Lo- doesn't have a mask. Yeah. And is wearing a very low cut top. <laughs> it feels like the selling sunset. Um, spinoff about law. <laughs> um, I don't know. Totally. Um, I, thank you for indulging me. Uh, and with that in mind, mm-hmm. let's get to the actual point of this podcast. <laughs> the episode. Um, okay, so this episode begins with... And, I mean, a thing that is nice for me to think about is like what goes on behind the scenes between the cameraman and the contestants on the show when they shoot the last time on the challenge little like that moment of every episode feels like they're like having an enjoyable time coming up with how to do that. It's like people, they're like have a sense of humor. They like pop out of a pool and say it, or they like come behind the shower curtain or whatever, you know, it feels goofy and like they're enjoying themselves. And then this episode begins with like the most disgusting version of it, (laughs) which is Johnny bananas ass up at bar time from the week before and they do like a blue angel um where he like farts out fire um it's someone like yeah it was someone in the back behind him like making a like with some sort of like liquor like creating a fire yeah and it looks like he's farting a giant flame and it was and he's 40 terrible (laughs) and it but it actually turned out to be a false omen because it seemed like it was about to be a really bad episode. And then it was, I think, an amazing episode of the show. No, it was an omen. <laughs> it was a reference to the fart that you had on last episode that we had to edit out. It wasn't an omen. It was like, is there it like, was a, like a reverse a, omen yeah. where it's like, remember when you, it was like a, go, a ghost of It was a, a time traveler from the past. Uh-huh. Did we cut that fart out, Michael? And- yeah, I'm bringing it back. But no one knows. They do, they, know. they do now. Now we said it. <laughs> You've been saying that. I'm aware of the, mul- the multiple farts. No, I'm only been hearing about the farts via the podcast. Oh, did we talk about it after we cut it out? Yeah. Like references into it. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't have final um, <laughs> final cut <laughs> on this podcast, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, hated that. Um and Nelson has a very cute opening look. He has his hair in braids and like a cute, like mustard yellow sweatshirt. Uh-huh. I'm like very, I'm crushing on Nelson this season. Well, this, I mean, and this episode is like episode. the rate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that's the omen. Nelson actually from the very beginning, he is talking about that. He's just there to help Corey win right at the top of the episode. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't really falter on that. Um, I don't know. Actually, I can't remember what was happening that sparked this note. But um, I wrote down, are you actually excited athletically for this? Re-Jenny. <laughs> Which was like, um, oh, that was about the idea that like, um, she was like, I really want to run the challenge. Oh, um, and she's like, I want to see how long my body can last. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, oh, actually, maybe if you're an athlete, like, like you could like do like a tough mutter 
you know, you can do a marathon, but there actually isn't a lot of other like corporately sponsored athletic events where you would get to athletic uh, corporate sponsored death crawls. Yeah. Right. And they like, maybe if you are an athlete, you like do want to do that. Well, she wants is to put that- mayonnaise on her pizza, so I don't know what her tastes are. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, she's talking about that. And then there's that moment between Corey and Nelson um, with that you're talking about how we, Nelson looked. And Corey says something like... He makes this emotional appointment about, like, I just can't wait till I win and I cry. Yeah. Well, he said... Oh, yeah, he's I, like, I think about I that feeling about of me crying. I, I thought about the thought of how it might feel when I thought about what winning would feel like to me. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, but it feels, um, it felt like a wild fantasy of a straight person. Cause what he's talking about is like, if I win, then like I can do this thing for my family. And I think once you have kids that like, you get this like thing ignited in you about like providing <laughs> this thing <laughs> your base level responsibility <laughs> um, I think that um, people with new babies often have fantasies about how they're going to be able to provide make and- wild the wildest dreams of these people happen and I think the reality of most people's lives is that things will just be you know decent to bad <laughs> and um um, I'm not saying they shouldn't have those fantasies, but um, it felt specifically straight. So the challenge uh, this week is, I don't remember what it's called, but basically they all line up on barrels that, in a bowling pin type fashion. And then someone, one of the contestants has to drive a car, like has to kind of like uh, tailspin the car or whatever. I don't know the car term. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift, the <laughs> car into the... It's basically bowling with a stunt car. Mm-hmm. And it looks pretty awesome and fun. And it's also... There's no reason for any of the contestants to be standing on these barrels. Like, it's just to make them scream. Yeah, but it is to make They're not even... They don't even fall off the barrels. They, when the barrels fall down, they're just stand... They're just suspended. Yeah, it's just... Think it's just about, for a look. It's just think about a car coming, barreling at you. Barreling. Is that the, th- they thought of that pun? No, but have you ever known a woman named Beryl? No. There was a young girl named Beryl who was saying it might be. Like myself. the gem? I don't know. Is that, is it? Beryl is a gem. Yes. How long do you think it took um, production to reset up those barrels so each time? long. So it's, long. They're there for the whole day. The challenge is the whole day. Do you think they have to just remain hanging while they reset up the barrels? Are they hanging there the entire day? Or do you think they bring them down and then they put them back up? Well, they must have to switch them out. Someone gets swapped out each time, so it must come down. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I think it's. I think there's, like, a lot of boredom to being on this show. I actually would love to see more of the end, but, um, like, what are they doing? Like, they never actually show us what they're doing or talking about they don't in like- the th- 45 minutes it would take to reset up those barrels at least. They know? don't let you behind the scenes very much. Yeah, it's a bummer. They've only in the last couple of seasons started letting you even hear the producer, which is like a new reality. A lot of shows are being more open to that. I had a question. Is TJ a producer who decides things or is he just a host? He's, 
I mean, maybe he has an executive producer credit, but I don't know why they're like the thing of like, no, you get to run TJ's final. Like, yeah. He wasn't even always the host. Uh-huh. Um, it's, um, it's just like a weird plot point that. They really act like he has, TJ has a lot of power. TJ does the least out of any host of any television. And he seems to be doing. Like, I don't know. Specifically, Have you seen RuPaul? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, RuPaul judges at least. Yeah. RuPaul has to make a decision. TJ just comes in and arbitrate. He doesn't even, he just comes in and announces the results. You know, TJ is a dead ringer for the guy I lost my virginity to. Um, and so he is always a little bit triggering um, when he comes on screen. Uh huh. Um, is it like the specific shape of the face or were you like, or is it the sh- short sleeve shirt over the long sleeve shirt? Look? Or did you lose your virginity at the X Games? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and yes. Uh, he was really into snowboarding. Yeah. Um, someone that a friend of mine that I know listens to this um, podcast is a one time pro ho, um, which is like a girl that um, fucks professional snowboarders. Uh, snowboarders. Mm. And so she'll appreciate that specific boner. <laughs> so I'm the uh, vibe killer this episode. Just trying to keep us on track. We're <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, Rogan gets 18. Casey gets 18. Bananas gets uh, thrilling 25. And Kyle like really revs up to do it. And then he spins too early and stops to a halt in front of it in a real womp womp moment. Is he all, is Kyle always like, um, like, is he always cuck of the season or? No, it, well, when he first, his first few seasons, he was like the stud who like stole Cara Maria. But was he in the challenges? Like, was he always such like, he's, um, I don't often like, I guess the show is just He like, beat Josh. Yeah. But just so many times in this episode, he's in the whole season, he's just like humiliated again and again. Um, and he asks for it in this particular way. He's like the jester. Um, he is the jester. I have been watching this mostly on my computer and so seeing it on a big screen tonight, I was really struck. I wrote down Kyle's hair plugs. Oh, yeah. It's so yeah. gross. Yeah. And so for those, like, there are seasons when he's wearing like a headband as they like grow in. Ugh. Um, it's bad. And then, but like also like hair plugs with like all that tattoo, like, um, those feel like and a manicured little beard. Yeah, and like like you know, white and teeth. Like those feel just like antithetical aesthetics. Like either like get your body fucked up with tattoos and like take it in like a sort of or like a rough direction. Do you think Orlando Bloom is like his style icon? <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, Kyle gets a zero. Um, D gets six barrels. Melissa gets twelve barrels. Corey gets twenty one. Nelson uh, joins Kyle in the Losers Club and gets zero. Fessy, what? After Kyle fucks that thing up, they like have Melissa do some commentary where she's basically just like, like blah blah blah, like your dick is little. (laughs) (laughs) Like they have, I can't remember what she said exactly, but they have her just like tear him down in this way that's like really emasculating. And like, I don't believe in the things that that show is making me feel about like him failing as a man. But it is you don't. No, I don't think he has to like. Oh, I just believe he's failing as a man, like abstractly, in the way that I fail as a man. Same, but the show fills <laughs> me with this other feeling of like, isn't it like 
humiliating to not be Johnny Bananas. Who like I don't care, you know. Fart on that table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, that's all. Do you think Kyle is jealous of Johnny for getting to do that interstitial? And I think what? Kyle's grateful that other men talk to him. <laughs> like I think, um, I think he can't believe his luck that he's on Johnny Banana's team. Yeah, he's like fifth. He's like he's like goes he goes like Johnny Leroy, Nani, Kyle, Sarah, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, people who aren't even on the challenge yeah. anymore. Uh, Wes, yeah. um, so Johnny and Casey win, and they make a deal with Fessy. Uh, that they're not going to put him in the uh, purgatory. And then uh, at some point, Rogan is talking about Melissa or something. And he goes, bless her cotton socks. Do you remember what he said? (laughs) I didn't see that. Do you remember that? No, I didn't see that. There's like a lot of conspiring between the challenge and the house vote um, where they're like, that's actually where like this episode picked up for me where I was like, Oh, the stakes are actually, yeah, the stakes are very high. Cause it's, everyone knows it's the final challenge. Yeah. And um, like, they're all am angling to get to the final. It felt the th- the way I related to like what they were doing during all that, like whispering was like, Oh, this is what, um, when there's just like a little bit of drugs left and you're like trying to not <laughs> let other people. At the party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how I know <laughs> about that. Um, I thought that Rogan and Jenny have real chemistry um, and I would love to see them. And that they're both chavs. Yeah, I their chav energy. I would be interested in a sex date between Rogan and Jenny. Oh, that will never happen. Why? Jenny seems like very, very... She doesn't seem like she hooks up on the challenge. She's she very, doesn't. She just comes to fight. She just comes to like uh, to not to fight, but to like. I find have bo- sex off. Like I, I find both of them though. Actually, on the whole season, um, they're not mean to people. They like uh, Rogan is pretty mean. I think we're he was very mean to D last season. Well, I'm just talking about this season. He. I think is, we're not seeing potentially how mean he's being to D right now. Yeah, I I think he is maybe mean. She's not. She's a little spineless. And that's why she suffered. Like, she's just trying to play a kind of, like, nice game. I was really it, confused. It's blowing my, up in her face. Yeah, I was confused about that whole conflict. She's just trying to survive and week to week, I think, and, like, not strategizing very well. Um, and it's not working out for her. Um, tonight was the first night where I was like, oh, how would I play this game? And uh, um, it... It's funny that they're all... I'm not sure there is a strategy to this game. I think the strategy is you take a little bit of steroids and you go to CrossFit seven times a week. Yeah. Like, they're all playing, like, this, like, very advanced... They think they're all playing this, like, advanced game when, like, the reality is you just have to try to um, win. win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Absolutely. I bet it's also about, like, who has power outside, like, in the franchise. Like, you don't fuck with Johnny Bananas because he is, like, booking he can like get you removed from like a booking you know he can get you i think booted off of the show really you don't you think he would have done that to jordan by now he needs jordan he needs jordan to triangulate villains jordan the the holy trinity of the real holy trinity yeah the boys holy trinity is jordan 
uh, Johnny and Polly. Yeah. Of Polly. I miss Polly. You don't. I do too. <laughs> I don't. Um, okay. So they go to the houseboat. Rogan volunteers himself, which feels like he's trying to, avoid. I think he, yeah, he knows it's coming yeah. and he volunteers himself, so, but he tries to make it seem like he's like doing the honorable thing, which no, he's not. No, he's a snake. Yeah. And then, uh, they vote Jenny in after a bunch of fighting, which seemed, I was really confused by promises were made. Promises were broken. Mm-hmm. Melissa, I think, was supposed to be the divide. Uh, Melissa said she would vote for D, but then in the end, she votes for Jenny. Yeah. Which obviously they're but, all going to vote for Jenny because they want Jenny to go in and go home because they know that she's going to win. But what's confusing is even if Mel had voted for Jenny or for D, um, Jenny still would have gone in. Mm-hmm. D had two votes to Jenny's four. Yeah, it would have. So it would have been three three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, we all collectively don't understand. Um, Bailey has a really good reaction face. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, really, she's her, yeah. Her hands are. She's like an head. emoji. Shocked. Yeah, um, she looks like that emoji of the of like the hands on the face and then the eyes that are like uh, like the one you put when you're screaming or scared. The ghost. Yeah, the ghost. The ghost emoji. Yeah. No, the ghost like face emoji. Yeah. And um, Jenny asks for people to change their votes. Which oh, which is a, seems not a good luck. It was pathetic, but also exciting. I liked the drama of that moment. Um, someone, uh, someone says, "No, you can't change votes," and it did um, make me wonder: Is there like an official rule book where they have that kind of thing? I don't think so. Um, there's a lot of really good IKEA in this episode. Um, <laughs> They have these lamps in the background, which are actually quite beautiful. Um, I use two of them in design projects. Um, but they also have these really great IKEA bags all through the episode. There are these white and black checked um, curiel bags, uh, which I think are so great. Like totes or for like they're to- magazines no, inside no, your table? No, they're totes. Um, and I just have so many questions. Since I started watching it this season in intensive anticipation (laughs) of being on this podcast. I have so many questions about where their clothes are, who does their laundry, who does the dishes. Like there's so much domestic drama that I'm curious about. They seem like they only eat off like paper plates and out of chafing dishes. No, but you see the dishes lined up like drawing um, behind them. I think that there must, I mean, there must be just like, now you get your hour break. It happens outside. And then someone comes in and cleans the whole place. This is like when I went to Versailles and I was so upset that I didn't get to see like the bathrooms um, and all the private quarters. That's how I feel about the challenge. I feel like there's this other um, private drama happening that I'm more interested in than like. um, You want the upstairs downstairs challenge? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not against that. Um, and they could actually turn that into a whole other show. <laughs> the real housemaids. Of- <laughs> I'm like the real challenge is, <laughs> like- is cleaning up after cleaning up the nasty wings. drunk 27. They have so many layers of clothing. Um, and I'm curious as to where that clothing there's, is kept. There's, the there, Under Armour robot. Very clearly like an Under Armour closet somewhere. Yeah. Um, they can take from. Um, which is maybe why 
Like, I, don't, I can't imagine that all those guys planned all of those bandanas individually at home. They were all, like, on their own. Do you know what I'm going to need is, like, four headbands. I don't think that straight guys. Maybe they all started listening to Frank Ocean at the same time. And they're copying that iconic bandana look. That's a Rising Sun bandana, which none of them are wearing. <laughs> These are Frank Ocean's den. Beyond. Um, when they get after they vote and then uh, Bananas and Kyle get very mad at Melissa. Yeah. Um, I find it so odd. The only person who has been on Kyle's side at all this entire challenge has been Melissa. Yeah. Um, like when in the last episode when he's doing that car rope challenge Melissa is the only person cheering him on and encouraging him and uh, it just made me so disgusted at Kyle that he would gang up on this like poor this poor beautiful girl (laughs) (laughs) this poor beautiful blonde but like men acting in like toxic groups is like when Rogan called um, Melissa, he said, you sound like a canary babe who's on TV. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> the only thing I associate with canaries are like in a mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe. Also, canaries are like who calls out for like the real danger. The canary knows first. Yeah. Um, which is an indictment of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she knew. Yeah. Um. Um, so they in the tribunal they bring in D and Bailey and Corey and Nelson as Johnny is good to his promise to Fassi not to put him in and Melissa I think they know Melissa's the weakest competitor so they don't want to f- they want her to go to the final yeah um, and we hear and see D for one last time talking which just feels very weird still only in like the least like she's like you only see her scowling. No, they. She talks. She has like. She talks for like. No, no, no. She one point five seconds she during the tribunal. But she's still. It's like. Um, I don't know. It's impossible to know what's going on for her storyline wise, but she's miserable. Yeah, everyone whatever, hates her. Whatever. Everyone says she's like a snake. Yeah. The whole the whole thing of this episode is we can't trust D. We can't trust D. So obviously she must have done something this season. Like, well, black lives for one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, a thoughtful tweet for another. Um, While we were watching it, I feel like I want to tell everyone about your idea um, of putting the my bl- idea. <laughs> was it not? No, no it was. Michael. It was, it was my Michael. Idea. Oh, no, we made it collectively. Um, well, Michael had the idea to put the Black Lives Matter um, fist on top of D's um, face for the rest of the episode, <laughs> and I pers- for the whole season, for the whole rest of the season, and I um, think that would have actually had us all rooting for yeah. TV, <laughs> rooting for black lives. Yeah. It would have been a good twist, oh, you know. This matter lost in the hallball. Well, I guess maybe it only would work. What if D, because they filmed this all so long ago, what if D ended up being the winner? That would have been a good... Black lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, black lives, they matter. They won the challenge. Yeah. Um, it would have been something. Um the way that they have added her out of this is masterful. Yeah. Almost as go. good as my editing. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. um, so the real 
arc of this, the most important thing that happened this episode is Nelson's ascendance to Saint um, <laughs> as he volunteers to go into the purgatory instead of Corey as Corey has a baby and another one on the way. And he makes a big show of it despite it being a very like um, honorable act. Not There's sense. a lot of like their faces being really close to one another Not and crying. The final episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer season six, when Buffy commits suicide to save her own sister and the universe. <laughs> Have I seen someone make a sacrifice that felt so pure and iconic? It was very cute. Yeah. Um, so he volunteers to go and everyone is um, admires his choice. So we get to the purgatory, which is hall brawl. <laughs> and I cringe because I do not like the idea of anyone hurtling towards me, ready to smash me. It's so scary. It's so scary. I think about that all the time. Like, what if I run the challenge and they put me against Zach? Like, and you the, your choices are to go get killed or to have, like, TJ, like, make fun of you for quitting. Um, I would just crawl into a little ball and let Zach win. I actually don't know why. I think a good tactic in Hall Brawl is actually to go as far as you can and then drop down. I think they've, I feel like once or twice I've watched someone jump over, like try to jump over <laughs> the other person. Yeah. Um, I think that is something they do sometimes. Um, I don't know. Like almost laid, like scratching. Like, could you just, <laughs> if you came in. But I'm thinking, even if, making like, like, if you, like, if you even noise. just fell down, down to the ground, yeah. like fully flat. And yeah. so the person has to like walk over you yeah. um, feels like a potential here. I don't know. The idea of running like football, it just... Yeah, football shit. No thank you. No thank you. Also... With no equipment, really. Like, that's, they're not like... They have helmets, they have helmets and they have pads. And mouth guards. The same as in football. I guess they just don't have a shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't have the jersey. Um, Nelson says, um, after he loses the first one, I lost focus. And I would love to know what else he was thinking about. Um, he, also, <laughs> he lost focus on where he was in the hall. He also said, the littlest mistake cost me the match. Remember that? And we were like, no, that was, was the biggest. That big mistake. <laughs> You're skipping over... Um, Oh, D versus... Yeah. Um, the most important moment of the episode, which is um, when D and Jenny stood on either side. Um, it's the first time we've gotten to see D do something in a month since, you know, it's important. And then what music should start playing? None other than fucking Veruca Salt. <laughs> <laughs> I gasped. <laughs> That's so exciting. Um, they've been playing all this like old, like 90s MTV stuff all season. And um, it mattered tonight more than ever. Yeah, it really was well-timed for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, sorry, I missed that. Back to like uh, Jenny pulverizes D. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was, it was great. Like it felt retributional. Yeah, it was like a really um, narratively fitting humiliation. It was also great that like we no longer have to like deal with the like artifice of her being edited out. Yeah. Like she's gone. She's gone forever. 
Like that was the last, that was you the end said of the that, Yeah. You said that as that was happening, you were like, oh, that's her last moment on this show. It's getting, getting uh, mowed down. Yeah. And, and, it's, and they didn't, it was like, and they turned it. So they edited it as like Jenny's triumphant moment. So that like D's elimination was just not part of it. Yeah. But can you also imagine a challenge three, four years in, from now that's like saints versus devils and they've had um d comes back there was um well they've done one that's good, just devils good guys dirty versus, dirty good no that guys. just was everyone <laughs> yeah they did good guys versus bad guys a long time ago but i um i don't i don't think we'll be seeing yeah. her it's not like they can find another insane australian to fuck rogan <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. There are plenty of bogans lining up to be on this show. Yeah, Kyle will do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, With that gay-ass torn sweater that he was wearing in the confessional. It was really gay, that sweater. <laughs> it was, like, um, not even, like, totally distressed. It's, like... Um, that's what's so upsetting about his look, is the, like, how, like, shiny and perfect his tattoos look. Yeah, none of it seems real. Yeah, he's like... It's all very affected. Yeah, he's like an amusement park. No, I always thought... I, when I was like, oh, he's a little bit like the Joker. The like new... Like the current Joker? I don't know. I don't think he's like... I didn't see that movie. Only Johnson did. I don't think Kyle's did. red pill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so Nelson versus Rogan. At first, it seems very evenly matched. And as we talked about, Nelson loses focus and makes a small mistake. <laughs> and then Rogan... Um, gets uh the first point and the second one is they seem evenly matched again and then it seems like maybe nelson's gonna win and then nelson lets go of uh rogan and nelson is closer to the bell and then rogan trips and then nelson trips like four times and each time my heart dropped a little bit more and more it was really it was a really thrilling we're not doing a good job we're getting too fixated on amber heard (laughs) (laughs) this isn't a my atten- there's no scarcity of my attention. I can well, there definitely is, but um, I can hold space for Amber Heard and how important that this final. Even Rogan is like Nelson should have won yeah. this if he was a little bit smarter, <laughs> which is the um, true. true. Uh, yeah, because he's not even saying like I'm so smart, I won. He's being like. This guy, obviously, yeah. <laughs> he's really fucked this up. Yeah, um, and Nelson just didn't understand that the point of the polling is you get the person to a certain point where you're closer to the bell, and then you let go and hit the bell. He lost focus. He lost focus, and it's a hard thing to. Maybe focus he was on. thinking about Time holding Corey's baby. <laughs> what he was thinking about holding, cradling Corey's baby, and just taking care of it. Maybe that was. Um, that was very sweet. They had a real moment after he lost where like Corey holds him. Not really. They don't hold each other, but they like press their faces close to one another and like, good job, bro. I love you, bro. It's like a real, I love you, bro moment. It was really, it felt um, erotic to me. Um, they could just move a little bit closer. Yeah. Um, it also did a good job of positioning me to care about Corey in the final. Um, oh, Corey's yeah. going to be, Corey is not going to it's do well It's easy in the final. to not care about Corey in the final. Totally. But now yeah. um, they've introduced this. Yeah. He's now carrying, he's like, um, has to be a champion for Nelson. Yeah, on his daughter. 
Oh, whatever. It's Corey. <laughs> I don't care about that daughter. Ugh, it seems boring if Corey wins. Who else are we rooting for? I guess Corey. I'd rather have Kyle come in first place. It would be. It would make him amazed. insane. It would be hilarious. It would be like, yeah, it would be like, um, yeah, upside down day. I'm actually more interested in um, Casey or Melissa winning. No, the, it's they're both. A man the, and a woman. A man and a woman win. So Casey and Melissa. <laughs> oh, oh <I> can't. <laughs> wow I wrote down something homophobic about Casey during the car competition <laughs> I can't remember what it was um, uh, but Nelson like took a knee at the end of the when he's like standing there he also has a gigantic black eye yeah. Wait, so does that mean there's actually $2 million up for stake? They, no. Oh. I think it's like $500,000 they split it. Oh. Or maybe it's an individual one. Maybe it, no. maybe it's non-gender. They would say, if they had $2 million, they would say $2 million. But then why do they all keep saying a million, a million dollars is just because they understand that a split will happen? They understand that the final, that like the construct of the final can be anything and so that's like over the last few episodes they've been like i don't want to run with that person like uh-huh like sometimes of- they're paired up i see like when they but were which all- is like also what makes the like kicking anisa out thing so fucked up like as you were saying michael they like like keep melissa in this episode because like no one's threatened by her like why why did anisa have to go last week but this week they're trying to keep in strong people. Like, it well, they never it. said that explicitly. What? Uh, but no, but it feels no, but they did this week. They said, um, I guess they didn't get rid of Fessy, but they were talking about getting rid of strong people. I do. Um, in the last episode, I, uh, and Anissa's sign off. I really did like how she's like, well, jokes on them. Cause what if there's a puzzle? <laughs> and none of these people are going to be able to do that puzzle in half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then next episode is the finals. The penultimate. The penultimate. We learned what anti-penultimate and penultimate, or Dean did at least. I knew. Recently. And no, I always knew. <laughs> Dean learned what anti-penultimate and penultimate meant. So um, the penultimate episode is next week, and it's the finals. Well, as the our, first episode one. What I know is. Will there be an elimination at the end of next? He said that there like one person. There'll probably be an elimination halfway through there the final. Also, like people get like physically eliminated, like they knock themselves out. Do they? Ever, That's so exciting when that happens. Yeah. Do they ever in the challenge have like the men and women compete against each other? So, for instance, if it is like a one of these mind bending puzzle. Yeah, um, during the final. Uh huh. But they're like really at that point they're only competing against the other women. I don't like even in this car, the stunt barrel challenge, I was like, why does this actually have to be a gender? Yeah, anyone can drive. And <laughs> any, anyone? Well, well, they were um, they were <laughs> not Kyle. Uh, yeah, um, I don't anyone know. Anyone can drive. Like, it, um, wouldn't that have been great if it was like um, uh, to? Whoever just the top two are. I think they need to keep the genders equal in, in number. Although, as Are You The One has shown us, um, adopting like um, queer language and 
letting it run amok inside the world of MTV is produces great results. (laughs) So if we could get um, a non-gendered season of the challenge, um, yes, TJ, (laughs) run that farm. (laughs) Um, Great idea. Um, uh, The last image of the preview is Jenny flailing as she can't really ski. I'm not so excited. Like, even again, not to talk about the location, but like, I don't know. That looks pretty crazy. It does look crazy, but, um, just watching them in the snow. Although I did like that. Remember like when DM, um, he passed out in the snow, like her and C. No, I think CT was going to pass out and DM pushed him. He was bonking and she, yeah. Yeah. Um, where, what's your dream place for a final Mogadishu? What's Mogadishu? That's the capital of Somalia. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where they have to avoid car bombs. 90 Day Fiance already did that. Um, it was more horrifying than anything. They did a Mogadishu episode. A teenager moved there (laughs) with her husband. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 90 Day Fiance is wild. Um, I don't know. I just want it to be. I'd send us the snow. Just the, they'll be like wearing like. There are like three extreme places. There's like the snow. Uh-huh. Remember when like when they had the one where they were just in like Berlin and they had to run around. I do remember that. That I was so watching, boring. Um, no, that was cool. Watching like Jenna and her cousin like walk on those planks or whatever. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? I think. Aren't you thinking of when Kellyanne and Sarah were doing that? No. Oh. A specific memory of Jenna and her cousin having to like crawl up some like abandoned something or other. Um, anyway, it was nice to have um, a debut guest, historic. It was nice to be here. Guest, Johnson Henshaw. How was it? It was fun. I had a good time. Any notes? No, I had a great time. Okay, cool. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.